Oh, I'll start us off properly then. Let me just, I'll finish this beer first, maybe. Okay. <laughs> a nice. And then we can uh, do it we, properly. Which one? Which mm. one's that? Which? Are they, yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah, mm. a Rocket Man. Okay. Um, I haven't I haven't seen it for a little while, but it's one of the sort of I think all year round brewed yeah. beers. I don't know why I haven't seen it. Maybe I just haven't. I have seen it. I just haven't grabbed it because I know kind of you know what it is. But yeah, um, known quantity. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, absolutely. I think I've got a stout from them that I haven't seen before. It's probably Ooh. not a new one, just maybe one new to Do you know what me it's called? in Birmingham. Oh, gosh. I, I can't remember. I'm trying to think. Is it Blue Font? <laughs> Sometimes I can usually remember the name if I remember the colour of the font. Um, there's a um, purple one, which I think is called The Devil Made Me Brew It, uh, which is a little bit lighter. It, it may be that one. They've they've just done one which one. is um, it might be more creamy. I think it's called like a mini milk or something like that, which is like again a really low percent milk mm-hmm. stout. Yeah. Uh, or the one they've just released, which I had on the episode with Adel a couple of weeks ago, was called Tick Tonk, um, which oh. was a Tonka bean stout. I'll, nice. ha- I'll have to go after we finish the corn and let you know. Um, yeah. But I was like, Ooh. Mm. good. Good. Beers, beers for another time, perhaps. But mm-hmm. for tonight, welcome, friends, to Tanked Up the podcast. All about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's episode 368. I'm here with Lucy. Hello. <laughs> hey, what are we? What are we drinking this evening? Oh, what are we drinking? Maybe later in this evening when we're not on air or, or tomorrow. <laughs> what are we drinking right now? What am I drinking right now? Mm. I've been. Waiting a few weeks for this one. Ooh. Um, Is it I've a new got... jug for your water? <laughs> <laughs> Not this week. <laughs> no, it's, it's an actual beer this time round. It's from nice. Amundsen. It Ooh. is part of their Scream Egg series. Yes, it is a series. Nice. Um, this one is the Dark Chocolate and Coffee Scream Pastry Stout. Um... Because, yeah, there's a few, and I think I opted for the one that's like, you know, you know, they're throwing tons of words and ingredients and caramel and nougat and all this and that. And it's like, okay, this one seems like the most manageable in terms of like a sweetness and just, you know, sickly cloying kind of aspect yeah. to it. But there's only four think, adjuncts that, you know, yeah, they've limited themselves. Than 12. Yeah. I say that, but it's like. Even the ones that have got like tons of stuff in them, and things that I don't usually typically like, like caramel, for example, mm-hmm. they've still been really good. So yeah, um, yeah. Usually onto a winner when a month and come round. But um, nice. Yes, that's what I've got. It's um, four four email, which is always nice because um, theirs is you know usually free free thirty. Seven percent, which is. Um, I mean, I guess that's why it's in 440. Um, yeah. But yeah, certainly for a Munson's um, standards, it's it's probably like what two, three percent lower than their average stout. So, so yeah. Uh, oh, this has caramel in it, does it? Mm. <laughs> I was just, I just read um, something in a different language <laughs> that looks like <laughs> caramel. Um, okay, where's the English? Uh, oats, 
obviously water, malty barley, oats. Um, it doesn't. You translating this from Dutch or something? No, no, I'm reading the English. It's a bit hard to see because it's silver can and my eyesight right. is probably getting worse by the day. But um, <laughs> <laughs> just says, yeah, aroma, hops, yeast. So they they've put aroma in it. Then there's aroma in aroma. it. Aroma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, okay. is it going to be aroma colon? Chocolate? No, it's just an aroma. Hops yeast. <laughs> just like any aroma oh. they felt like yeah, at the time. Yeah, they just chucked it. They in. put yeah. something in it. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got? Mm. Um, I am drinking an Arbor beer, mm-hmm. um, but it's a collaboration with Marble, and I haven't had a beer from Marble for time, absolutely ages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called. It comes in pints, and it's a double IPA. Um, it is eight percent. Uh, I have had this before. It was um, I kind of when I went around to the, the the shop around the corner just now. Um, I thought I'll grab some others. I don't think I've had this on the podcast. It is a very new beer. I've only had one of them so far. A um, mm-hmm. little bit of flavour text. Uh, made with our friends from Manchester's legendary Marble Brewery. This double IPA is brewed with Citra, Simcoe, and lemon drop hops galore, and it comes in pints. Uh, well, I don't know. It comes in pints. Is that is that a uh, do marble make pints as well? Um, yeah, um, I think they do. It, I mean, it looks stuff. like a marble can, just like the the colouring. It's mm-hmm. like a deep green. Yes, just like the yep. um, very stark logo. Yeah. On the yeah. But, um, For everybody. Yeah, I think they do. So I think that makes makes a little bit more sense considering Arbor always come in pints yeah. <laughs> uh, unless it's a. Sometimes they do like supermarket three four uh, forties, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, even their big beers, they're like, "This is a sharing can. It's four thousand percent, but share it with like twelve friends." Uh, um, are in their are in their pint cans. So yes, that is what I am drinking. We'll roll mm-hmm. back round to the Amundsen. Hmm. I mean, it looks like Coca Cola almost. It's yeah. poured with. Absolutely zero head. Like nothing there. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, deep. it's got like a. It's, it's almost got like a little brown sort of yeah, carbonated it, ring around the edge, hasn't it? Yes, yes. Um, but that's very minimal. Um, it it mm. does look like a. I've poured a coke. Um, but yeah, solid block of color. I think it's. I can't really tell if the light is it just I mean it's got a little in fact actually no it doesn't have any light bleed at the bottom, it's just like a solid block of colour. Mm. You know, but um Oh, it smells it smells lovely though, it smells like a bit of vanilla. Like um roasted coffee. Nice. Hmm, yeah, pleasant aroma, pleasant. But let's see how it tastes. It does. I mean, it's a Munson. You'd expect it not to be, but it looks a little thin. Say that, and that's what my worry was. Mm. It's got some body to it. Nice. I think that's a, a nice sweet spot. Like, you're not going to get like the very thick, dense, viscous, um, like nine, ten, eleven percent beers. But okay. what I'm usually like reticent about if like stouts that that, that like seven percent or or porters, it's just like, yes, they are a bit too thin and they just don't get that body across. Sure. 
it's kind of crazy because you, you at the start of the sip it seems a bit thin mm. and then it's like I don't know if it's all that chocolate all that coffee that they've packed in it just bolsters that body and it's just okay. like it feels like completely different the aftertaste to like the initial taste where it's like oh this is going to mm. be a bit thin a bit watery a bit wishy-washy and then it's like no we got you brilliant yeah they know how to make stouts yeah well, absolutely absolutely if, if any brewery in the world know how to make stouts it's a munson absolutely but it's it's not heavy i'd say it's probably oh i guess you could say it's medium bodied but okay. it's still got that moorishness and it's still got that that biscuitiness from like the malt and it's got the chocolate it's got the uh, I guess it's straying towards you know dark chocolate rather than milk chocolate you know you've mm. got that bit of the bitterness but that that can also be like from the coffee flavour as well but mm-hmm. it, it, it's also like it's paired back where it's not too heavy it's not too you know, cloying, it's 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 just the right amount of everything. <laughs> it's just yeah, so well nice. balanced and I mean I mean I, I guess they put it out for Easter, I'm guessing. Because it was a few weeks back where you mm. see a few of them. But um Yeah, <laughs> this is what I'd want for my Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> they cost a can of this probably cost the same amount as an Easter egg. Those things are expensive. Yes, ab- so. absolutely, mm. absolutely. Um, oh. It could only be more eastery if it was dispensed within a chocolate egg, couldn't it? You have a, just a straw in the top and you can just sort of sup from it and then crack it. And it's all just chocolate soaked in beer then that it's been sat in Ooh. for a while. Mm, mm. Ideas, Lucy. I'm throwing ideas out there because, yes. you know, shit like the Vampire Survivors uh, anime is happening because yep. they listen to the, the podcast and I'm the only person ever that's had that. <laughs> idea. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to start throwing shit out into the, into into the, the universe yeah. and uh, all the good stuff will come true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. No, but that, that's a really good beer. I'm glad I waited to have it on the podcast. Good. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, switching to the double IPA, a similar uh, percent to the beer that you've got. Mm-hmm. got a lovely sweet, lovely sweet nose. I mean, that's um, a good looking beer, there it is. It is. It's very, very light. It's not as um, dark as, or maybe quite as orangey as you would get from um, sort of what you would expect for a double IPA. I yeah. suppose. Um, it had quite a frothy head. It dissipated quite quickly, but it's got a lovely sweet nose. <gasps> oh no, Lucy, you've gone. Where did you go? Disappeared into the ether. Am I back? You that are back. Incredibly strange. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Um, your, your face is disappeared. Restarted. Yeah. Oh, hey. It just shut down <laughs> and restarted. So it happens sometimes. Um. Yeah. Computers. <laughs> Computers yeah. are a joy. Great I, I've got that lovely icon down in my uh, tray. That suggests that my PC needs an update, so I am going to make sure that I have saved everything, because it will just mm. do it at some random point. It will say it's going to do it tomorrow at six, and I wake up and it's done it <laughs> at like two in the morning instead. I'm just like, how oh, dare you on, be man. proactive? How dare on. you? Well, yeah, yeah. You tell me it's going to be six o'clock tomorrow night. It's mm. two in the morning. You've done it anyway. <laughs> the joys, the joys. Um, yes. So lovely, sweet nose. 
it's almost a little um, kind of like candy floss. It's that sort of like candy kind of sweetness mm-hmm. to it, rather than like sugar that you'd get from fruits. Yes, More of that. yes, but not artificial as such. But like, yes, not, candy, not, candy. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. and that's very much comes through in the nose. The flavour is a lot more subtle. So you don't get that kind of artificial, and again, not quite artificial sweetness, but very sweet sweetness. Um, mm-hmm. The flavour dials it back a little bit. And as double IPAs have become over the last, I suppose, 18 months to two years, it's got a few more of those kind of earthy tones to it. Right, it's okay. not quite leaning, it doesn't lean into the sort of slightly more salady or oniony kind of edge to it. It's just got a little bit of kind of earthiness to it. A little bit of kind of like grassy kind of and it's not going vegetal. into sort of like dank, weedy. It's, it's almost a little vegetal. Mm. But it maintains a little bit of that sweetness as well that you get on the nose so it kind of balances it into this i suppose like midpoint again it's not a a big fruit bomb uh, it's not a juice bomb mm. but it's trying to start off as that and then okay. almost mellowing i suppose into something that is a little more vegetal and that's nice. It's it's mm-hmm. very uh, it's very gradual that flow between the two. You know, you've got that nice sort of uh, sweetness for maybe five, eight seconds, something like that, and then it sort of goes. Oh, actually, let's just fade slightly and present all of these background flavors that are going on as well. Mm-hmm. And whilst that is maybe a bit kind of you know, there's there's kind of one tone to it then. Once those sweetness sort of uh, elements have disappeared, there's kind of one tone, and it's just vegetal without a huge amount more kind of going on to it. That mellowing is the thing that kind of draws you in with this beer. Uh, that there is that little bit of a journey when you when you have it, and that rather than it trying to maintain that sweetness mm. throughout the whole thing. By mellowing it, it actually makes it that little easier to sort of drink. It, it makes it a little softer uh, uh, than it just being kind of juice bomb, sweetness, thick. Yeah. And it being kind of like, <laughs> oh, wow. Like, you know, it's not like fruit juice. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of, as I say, just mellows it that little bit. And there's a, a hint of bitterness kind of towards the end. Yeah. But not much at all. Um, it, it kind of it, it even mellows that kind of earthy vegetal kind of uh, flavor out a little bit more as well. And so you get to a point where now it's starting to dry out and actually leaving me with not much of a flavor at all. Oh, really? Like it's, almost, it's almost disappeared completely. Wow. Um, it, it, so it doesn't... It doesn't I mean, it's 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 odd because it doesn't linger. You expect a double mm. IPA to be that that bit bigger and the, yeah, the flavors yeah. to stick around yeah. that little bit more. But actually, it's as I say, it's very subtle in its flavors. Everything feels like it could have been here, 
but they've made it maybe just a little lower. They've dialed it back slightly, perhaps just to broaden the audience, let's say, a little bit, maybe. That's... It's a strange one, because, like, when you've got all those things that you described to me, like, the last thing I thought you'd say is that, yeah, the taste just disappears at the end, especially mm. for a double IPA, you know, it's just... Mm. Even... Yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's just like, where's it gone? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hmm. I think... Uh, as as it kind of sits, and as I drink more of it, mm-hmm. I think that kind of uh, that mellowing out across, and 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 that kind of complete disappearance will, I guess, uh, uh, like those edges will filter out that little bit, and it will become kind of more of this middle sort of earthy kind of flavour throughout. So this is what I'm. I can't remember. Uh, what I felt about it when I drank it a, a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. Um, to remember why I thought, yes, let's drink this beer on the on the podcast. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what it's like <laughs> yeah. in you know about an hour, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, beer's one of those really fun things where it's like sometimes the day just catches you right and you have a really good experience with a beer and. It could just be a middling beer overall, but you know, Absolutely. sometimes yeah. it's just like, yep, this hits the spot. Some days yeah. it doesn't, and that's not even, you know, um, dependent or dependent on like the brewery and you know different batches or stuff like that. Sometimes it's just like today was Saturday and I'm already <laughs> drunk. <laughs> you know, yes. you know, yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, and again, <laughs> as you say, like if I hadn't have had like. The, the the rocket man mm-hmm. um, before this it may come through a little bit differently you know mm-hmm. that that sort of the, the flavor might not disappear because the rocket man's quite a good uh, uh, um, kind of all round like American IPA mm-hmm. uh, um, very solid in its kind of flavor a little bit of bitterness a lot of citrus uh, in there so very solid beer uh, with a flavor that sort of like sticks around and it might just be that that difference between the two that i'm like i just had a beer where it the, the flavor was there but yeah. i notice it a little bit more within this beer so absolutely as we've talked about previously um that you know the, the beers you have been drinking before will affect mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 kind of the next sort of beers that you you have we've probably had episodes you know when we used to do slightly longer form um where we have two or three beers on a podcast the third beer we're like Got no idea what this tastes like. Uh, it's it's a stout. It's got some stuff in it. The the last beer was like a twelve percent barley wine, so that's fucked up my yeah. taste palate completely. Yeah. Uh, this beer is just a bit cool. <laughs> just go to any podcast where it's like end of the year, or we or we've all been in the room together. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no uh, highbrow um, evaluation. Absolutely, of beers absolutely. Here. Yeah, like eight eight beers in. You're yeah. Like what beer is this? Don't know. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's beer. It's got a consistency of beer. Yeah. Could be yeah, anything. Yeah. Should be drinking a Coke here. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Let's enjoy these then and mm-hmm. um discuss some games this week. Lucy. What have you been what have you been up to? Been doing yeah. much? Been playing anything? Um, actually today, because um I got a code from mm. the developer for a DLC. 
okay. of a game that I very much enjoyed last year, which is Case of the Golden Idol. Um, oh! Yeah, the DLC came out um, literally the start of this month. I think it was a week ago, maybe on the... Was it last Thursday or last... It might have been the 4th, I can't remember. But um, I was just like, okay. You know, I had some rubbish things to do in the last week, and it's like, mm-hmm. I just want to... On Wednesday... I mean, I haven't even showered, Ben. Um, <laughs> just stay in my head. I, I, you know, I comb my hair because I, I have some I standards. Know yep, <laughs> yeah. yep. But it's like, I'm just going to lie in my bed and play the DLC of um, Case of the Golden Idol, which is called... Because it has a subtitle. Okay. Case of the Golden Idol. And, and it's basically a prequel to... The main game, uh, the chapters in the main game. Uh, hmm. Gosh, let's have a look. DLC. Um, come on, Steam. I thought you had better search things. Okay, it's called The Spider of Lanka. Um, so it's set in, well, it's set in the fictional kingdom of uh, Lanka, but you know, as you can deduce from the name, it's you know, some, set somewhere, you know. Somewhere in Central Asia, most likely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, it's yeah, it's the prequel to uh, the case of the Golden Idol, which I mean, the whole game is about this this idol and this kind of like you know weird um, like alchemic powers that it has. So I think this is basically setting up where this idol came from and how it you know started its transport through. You know, many different people's hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the second of two, of three chapters of the uh, DLC, and I think difficulty-wise, they're probably somewhere between maybe the later stage uh, chapters in the main game, um, and then the ones at the very end, which are quite long and interweaved and interwoven mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So. I'd say difficulty level is probably about three to four out of five um, of these. So it's just like pretty much picking up where you left off. I mean, if you played the base game, which everybody should, <laughs> um, it's you know you're familiar with the mechanics. It's it's basically um, it's a it's a mystery game, and in each you know it's, it has all these different scenarios, these different vignettes per per each chapter. And it's about basically deducing who these people are, what the scenario was, what happened, what mm-hmm. transpired, who killed who, what was the motive, what was the reason, and, and you know, just basically getting, you know, looking around these, you know, environments, these very, they're basically static environments, and just like looking for clues, and like each clue that you find, so say, like you click on a knife, um, like the word knife just goes into like this little basically this little journal basically mm-hmm. your little thinking tab because um, there's an exploration tab where you can look through the environment and look for clues and then basically a thinking tab which basically almost like textbook style um, wants you to fill in <laughs> all the different words, all the different verbs all the different like uh, people, you know all the different nouns, all the proper nouns and you know just like murder weapons and stuff like that and mm-hmm. it's basically filling that out and solving the mystery in that way um as a little recap for case of the golden idol if 
you haven't played it either, which again, you absolutely should. Um, <laughs> Because it is one of like the best detective games out there. I'm just thinking, once I finish that third chapter, I'm going to need another fix. <laughs> I might have to <laughs> go to the depths of Steam and look for some other detective game. But um, yeah, it's it's just it's just so good. Like, I, I think maybe the art could put people off, but once you get into it, mm. it's fantastic. It's like that was initially what I was always like on the fence at the when it first came out. Um, but I think I saw like reviews coming out. Well, maybe I just took a took a punt, and it was like, okay, what was I on about with the art style? Like, sort of like, uh, Curse of the Monk. No, well, whatever the Monkey Island game that came out last year, I can't remember what what it was exactly called the subtitle. But um, a lot of people were like up in arms about the art, and I was like, mm, it's not my favorite, but it's a Monkey Island game. I'm gonna buy it, obviously. But in motion, the art in that Monkey Island game is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the best art I, I saw last year. So, but yeah, this 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 is the art's really good. It's like pixelated and it just looks weird in a in a very good way. And yeah, absolutely, it, it's mm-hmm. almost that little bit kind of um, like Adult Swim, yeah, sort of yes. level of, of of animation. If you if you think of kind of like normal animated stuff, and then you mm-hmm. think of like Adult Swim, like uh, stuff like kind of like Death Clock, or even you go back to things like Beavers and Butthead, or mm-hmm. even yeah. even in some cases like Ren and Stimpy and stuff. Absolutely those. Yeah. to <laughs> yeah. normal kind of animation, isn't yeah. it? And it's, yeah. It's, yeah, the Golden Idol is that pixel art to kind of normal pixel art. Yeah, those are good shout-outs there with... Um, Especially yeah, Beavis and Butthead because a lot of the characters just look goofy. But um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, I swear the art has just got like even more detailed. Um, it mm. still retains like the same spirit, but maybe this is just false memory syndrome. Maybe I should go back and look at you know uh, the, the the original six chapters, which are you know instantly accessible f- from the mm-hmm. game. It's like even if you just pick up both the normal game and the DLC. I think you could probably just start the DLC first as it is a prequel okay. and then go back to the main game. Don't quote me on that. Probably mm. have to start a new save um, to, to check on that. But it is just like, it retains that core, you know, the core core mechanics, the core art. But yeah, I just swear the art has just gotten better. <laughs> you know, gonna, but um, say it's that, way that more expressive. With the... Um... You're talking about that kind of level of difficulty to the mm-hmm. DLC being more maybe mm. mid to late game kind of stage. Yeah. Do you think that um, yeah, you know, people would then if they started the DLC first because it is prequel kind of stuff, yeah. you see this almost like chronologically through. I guess you're right. Then yeah. the first kind of chapters of the Golden Idol might be a little bit kind of rote at that point, and you might get a bit turned off from the main game. Uh, I mean, perhaps. I think I think yeah they would have to tutorialize it um, to go into the DLC first and it's probably like you know why put in that extra work when they just yeah. work perfectly well as an anthology this way around but um, but yeah no like every the thing is like every one I look at it's like so sometimes the scenario is like just one screen like the mm. first chapter in the DLC is just basically this kind of card game gone wrong. Just, just this single like saloon room. It's like there's like eight bodies or six bodies, yeah. and it's just like, okay, something went wrong here. And then like the second chapter, which I just completed, it's like, okay, I have to 
go over here and there's another room and this other vignette and then over here and you know there's like probably about four different screens you have to look at but even when you know just going to the, the it's just very more, more confined kind of straightforward mm. thing no matter the difficulty it's just always fun like you yeah. know what they could mix mix it up mix and match it's, it isn't in in the base game it is very much a you know curve of progression and difficulty but you know they could just add easy any give me just give me more i don't care what it is basically it's just like, <laughs> well, could be it, easy could be difficult could be it, immediate, it seems know? like i i don't know what their plan is their business plan is kind of mm-hmm. because the game is called um golden idol mysteries <gasps> the spider of lanka um, as as the dlc which would suggest that you know maybe there's more mysteries to this yeah. you know yeah. whether it's kind of not necessarily sequels but sort of little interstitials between those kind of cause the first game's over a bit of time isn't it so maybe yeah. a little bit's kind of in between that or, or, or yeah. stuff like that it gives the developer <laughs> a, a broad range of stuff to mm-hmm. be able to kind of play with yeah i guess um, i think it's probably been about nine ten months I think it came around uh, in around September last year. So what's that? That's so yeah, yeah I was just, I was just on the, the, like the uh, page. It came out in October. Mm, yes. So I mean, we're sort of yeah seven seven months afterwards. Yeah, I mean, if they could stay on that cadence, I'd be I'd be happy. I mean, probably in, they 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 probably didn't. Well, I may be speaking uh, ignorantly, but. Maybe they didn't plan any DLC until they saw that it did very well, you know? Mm. Um, so maybe if they thought, this game's done well, people obviously love it. I mean, it's won awards, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it, it's very well thought of and, you know, by reviewers and gamers alike. Um, so it's like, yeah, maybe now they're just like thinking, okay, we've got something here, you know? Maybe a few more DLC drops. See see what the retention is like because yeah. I think it's crazy. Like, well, it's not crazy, but you know, not a lot of people buy DLC. You know, yeah. uh, a lot of people move on. But when it's so, you know, something that's just, it's not like let's say Horizon Fro- Frozen Wilds or something where, where it's like you got to learn all the mechanics again and you got to yeah. learn yeah. the the combat. This is just like okay, it's very simple mechanics. It's and it's very intuitive anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't need any refresher. I just picked it back up and it was like, oh yeah, I, I remember this. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's so intuitive that you don't need mm. a refresher. So I see, you know, I hope that this will get a big attachment rate because I want people to buy it so I get more. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but, um, nice. Yeah. But, Manifest uh, this. Just shoot it out yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Buy this so we get some more. Yeah, um, and I, I will say that the music um, throughout the entire game is just fantastic, though. It's like, nice. it's just such a mood setter because when you've got, like, these static, you know, uh, vignettes, even though the art's really good, just the music just helps so much with the setting and the mm-hmm. the intrigue and all the shady things that are going on because yeah the, the the there are some weird scenarios about like okay you thinking okay in the first um episode of this one it's like okay a a card game gone wrong people think you know probably think people are cheated and they all kill each other mm-hmm. you know not 
something that we've seen before, and then there's just like, okay, in the second mission, it's like all these crazy uh, spiritualistic rites and stuff like that, and it's like, it isn't just straightforward, oh, I've seen this done in like mystery detective games, you know, um, kind of scenarios. This is like, okay, this is completely in-game universe lore. Um, I have to figure out what the hell is going on because it's, as mm-hmm. I say, it's got that kind of like, you know, the, the whole thing with the idol is that it's like some alchemic kind of weird <laughs> Indiana Jones kind of thing. So it's like they can make up whatever they want, and but but it still still feels grounded and it still feels like it doesn't feel too magical and fantastical. It's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, I'm really enjoying it, Ben. And I, 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 I'm gonna cry I, I, when it's over, when I finish <laughs> it tonight. I've got my little notebook out. It's like it's one of those games. Like it's just, mm, yeah. I, I, I suppose, as we were saying, kind of, if they can take it through that that time, mm-hmm. you could almost get up to, like, not even necessarily Indiana Jones like time. It's nothing <laughs> to say that they can't just fucking throw this into the future yeah. as well. Yeah. And actually, there's a DLC that's set in like twenty. 20- 85 or something i'd play that uh, um you know that th- th- kind of throws it out a little bit you know more yeah something. um yeah the, oh god the that'd be so good like alien find out who's the yeah the android or whatever absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> uh, the one thing that i really enjoy uh, um on the steam page uh and that i am mm-hmm. absolutely going to use for the thumbnail um <laughs> for this week is there is a page where uh, or a screenshot where there's a man lying on the ground I guess with an axe in his head and the tag just says the man is not breathing (laughs) (laughs) absolutely fucking not yep just got a massive axe in his head yeah, yep. you know, it, it, and a, a good screenshot goes a long way. It absolutely yeah. conveys the the, the humour and the tone, yeah, yep. uh, uh, very very well with just that single kind of screenshot. So yeah, but it looks like the developers not afraid to get weird with it, uh, which is good. Yeah, but yeah, um, it's Color Grey Games, which if I'm not mistaken, I think they're from Latvia, and yeah, okay. this looks like their their debut title at least on Steam. So. It's like, what a way to knock it out of the park, but... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, I was thinking, like, you know, we need more detective games, and they just made a very good one, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. If anyone's maybe potentially on the fence about it, uh, there is a free demo as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for, for the main game. Um, so, uh, which looked like it came out in September of last year, and they mm-hmm. have just left it. Oh, no. Uh, September of 2021, it suggests that the demo was uh, oh. put up. So did I play that? <laughs> I can't even remember. But yeah, go 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 play it now. Yes, yeah. Ben said if you're on the fence, absolutely. Go do it. I want to know how far Adil's got with um, his playthrough because I knew he was playing it with um, his special lady friend. I think. So. Yes, yes, they were. Um, I don't know. I know uh, last I spoke to him, it was finding time that they actually both had together where they were like, let's play a game mm, rather than yeah, we're yeah. doing something or we're out here sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah. who knows? Yeah. Um, but it is one of those we, where it was like, you week, can just pick it up and play. So it's perfect yeah. for that, really. So, yeah. mm, mm. Good. Yeah. Good. Perfect. Um, 
Well, yeah, I mean, mentioning it has a demo kind of leads me into me sort of... I don't want to talk about the demos I've played from mm-hmm. Ludonericon because I've started tapping some words down for mm-hmm. uh, oh, okay. for each of them, and I might yeah. throw some, some stuff together uh, just to sort of round up some of the uh, demos that I played. But I put a bit of time... I've actually found some time to play <laughs> some games. Was it behind the sofa? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no mate it was behind the fucking fridge it was a pain in the ass to move um, but I've so far been able to play uh, through the demos for Cryptmaster uh, okay. The Invincible and A Thousand Times Resist I think it's A Thousand Times A Thousand X Resist um, it's just a few games uh, The Invincible I've seen and I've, I've had my eye on for a while uh, but the other couple of games uh i just randomly was looking through the the lunaricon kind of like demos mm-hmm. page on steam like that looks interesting yeah. Cryptmaster i mean had a, a, an excellent style. absolute excellent art style and i'm like yes <laughs> i need to have a look at what this is or oh, is it a word based um, it's a an, it's a word based game it's very very good um, I'm downloading this as you speak. I think I think at the moment, Cryptmaster is my favourite of the demos okay. um, I played. I do have uh, Stray Gods installed as well, which is the new Don't Nod game, um, oh, which yeah. will be coming out at, at some point. Uh, but I need to delve back in and go. Cool, I've got like an hour. I think it's because of the bank holiday. I had that little bit of extra time mm-hmm. to uh, uh, to take in a couple of games. Um, but if anyone is you know at a loose end. There's there's a bunch of demos out yeah. because of Luna Naracon at the moment. Um, so is it still on? Is it still on? It's got this um, and This demo is still up. So yes, it it it, it might. When does it end? Luna may have finished, but it's still okay. I'm going to Luna Naracon. It's still at the top of the Steam page, the hub. Oh. Um, I mean, there's still a lot of demos available, so. Some of them, you know, I think it's hit and miss a lot of the time, but some of them do remain mm. there after, and some disappear. But if you install yes. them anyway, just go into the game files and you can still launch it, yeah. um, even if it's removed from the store. So that's what I tend to do, because mm. never, never get around to playing 500 demos every time there's a <laughs> festival. But if I'm like, oh yeah, that's coming out, I thought that looked cool, never got around to playing the demo. But I installed it, I can just go into the game files and play it. Um, Absolutely. Like I did with um, Neon White, and it was the best mm. decision I ever made, because that was a good game. Yeah. And it, ultimately, the demo sold me in like to pick it up, right? 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. this is wicked. And I'm going to keep playing it on my big screen and just continue to get motion sick um, <laughs> before I can try and put it down. Uh Good job. It was just a demo, so it didn't last long. Mm, so it's like, mm. like, yep, I'm buying this. Cool. Nice. This is why nice. we need demos on everything. I'm sorry. It's like I can. I can't imagine agree. it turns more people away. I can't imagine that. No. Then it. Then it's. Then it sells. Um, again. Uh, there's demos for Goodbye Volcano High, which is a game that's coming out uh, this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, a demo for The Pale Beyond, which is a game that has already come out this year. So again, then throwing out a demo to try and get some more kind of buzz mm-hmm. and stuff for the game, which um, if you are a Waypoint Radio uh, listener, not anymore because it's 
done yeah, but uh, um, Rob very much enjoyed The Pale Beyond so that's uh, you know very much kind of one of those where like oh should I just buy it or should I play the demo <laughs> probably play yeah. the demo first but there's like 35 40 demos something like that um, a bunch of stuff on here like a, a, a massive range of, mm-hmm. of games um, to play but I kind of spent some time with those demos and I then found myself a couple of days ago um, with the PlayStation and I booted Jet back up mm-hmm. and uh, played about another hour of Jet okay. and uh, I think in the last episode I said I might play another hour and see how I feel yeah. and I did and I just <laughs> I've just stopped playing. Yeah. Um, mm. it, it, it kind of like, it just, it progressed as I f- kind of feared that it sort of would. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, just go and have a look at this and kind of do a little bit of this. It was maybe not quite as open as I would have liked it to be. And it maintained that kind of slow pace. Like I'm, I'm doing stuff and it's like talking about it 10 minutes later. Like, like yeah. I did that ages ago. Why, why are we still discussing this kind of thing? So I very much uh, uh, dropped that and started up um, Life is Strange True Colors, mm-hmm. which was already installed on the machine. It was something I've wanted to play for a while um, and have gone through the first chapter and maybe half of the second chapter as well. And it's it's a Life is Strange game. You know exactly what you're yeah. getting with it. Yeah. Um, but it's... it Like Jet, it is good. Mm-hmm. But it also has... Not necessarily problems, but a couple of sort of things to sort of maybe pick at a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. And I would be interested in going back to the original Life is Strange to see... Because it's a different developer... Mm-hmm. Um, it's what are they called? Mm. Oh god, Deck Nine. Was it Deck them? Nine. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yes, mm-hmm. and they did the uh, DLC <sighs> for Life is Strange. Yeah, I think the yeah, Before the, the Storm with... DLC. Yes, which I, I I mean, that's the thing. Like Life is Strange. When did the first one come out? Like 2014, 2015? Yeah, it must be. Yeah. It, I mean, may not have aged well, <laughs> so mm. um, especially with games like this, especially I guess with the technology as well, like some of the um, you know lip syncing and stuff. I remember was an issue, but just more more so of like content. It might be a bit, I don't know, a bit cringier <laughs> than than a first time round. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. just just you know, that's the way most things go. Most media yeah. is you know. <laughs> Things don't yeah. age too well, um, yeah, in, yeah. in a lot of respects. But um, yeah, I, I it, it came off Game Pass, um, the True Colors one, because I've always mm. wanted to get around to it. I'm just not. It's the same way I'm with, with Telltale games and Lego games. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to quite go back into that that well because there was a time where a lot of them came out, and it was like I binged and I over binged. Yes. Yep. And um yeah, but it's certainly one I want to get round to again. Um, well, I franchise. would I mean it very much feels mm. like 
Life is Strange hasn't progressed very much. Right. Okay. Um, like I, I like the characters. I, mm-hmm. I like the idea that the main character Alex essentially just has uh, a greater level of empathy <laughs> and and feels people's um, overspill of emotion a mm. lot and that affects her kind of mood and as she is discovering she can use it to get into kind of people's heads to look at things in different ways or look at things how those people perceive things to be able to kind of solve the puzzle that is kind of in front of her sort of thing and that kind of works well enough you know that bit mm. of progression but stuff like the, the the kind of like the graphics feel a little bit dated now even though it looks oh, really? beautiful, it's very vibrant mm. i am playing on a you know base ps4 still yeah so yeah. It is going to look different on other uh, um, machines. Um, some of the writing, again, is it, it feels a bit better. Mm-hmm. But there are a couple of moments where you're like, ooh, ooh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. We can, we can, we can just, yeah, don't worry about it. Fine. <laughs> the conversation's already moved on with the characters, so yeah, let's just let's just leave it at that. And there's, uh, you know, it's a little bit maybe not roped in what you're kind of doing but it's very familiar in yeah. what you're doing which is fine but it just doesn't feel like it's moved very much and it's it's almost maybe more interested in life is strange 2 mm-hmm. to see what oh, gosh, they yeah. did with that mm. to see if basically the first second and third game are just co- almost kind of carbon copies of each other with different scenarios and different kind of characters yeah. in them um because yeah, i know I there was get a into thing. life is strange too i, could, I just couldn't i i, I again mm. I, we what we we talked about uh the like uh, like prequel kind of free thing that came uh, the, out didn't yeah, we? a long the, um, long Captain time ago spirit one yeah yeah which kind of suggested that it was probably going to be very similar um mm-hmm. to to the first game but mm. it, it feels like the, the third game which only came out oh maybe not last year maybe 2021 it's it's either a 2021 or a 2022 game um but it just now. just doesn't feel like it's moved on yeah. yeah and there's a couple of bits where i've been like oh i can see what's going to happen here and it does <laughs> yeah. and you're like yeah. yeah, I really wish this hadn't. I really wish the story had gone in a, in a different way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need the like the big kind of trauma moment <laughs> to then set in how yeah. this character is going to live through this. Actually, it would have been much more interesting for that not to have happened, mm-hmm. and for the other characters to have interacted in this other kind of way. You know. It, it, yeah, it and that's like the, the, it, that's unavoidable. I'm guessing that's just part of the story. I, it's not yeah, nothing absolutely. To do with I, I, I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even though I've made some different decisions, you know, you've made decisions by that point. Mm-hmm. And when I, as it does with these games, it gets to the end of the chapter and says, "You and twenty-five percent of people, or you and ninety-five percent of people, did mm-hmm. this option." Nothing really feels 
And again, it's the problem with these games. Nothing mm-hmm. feels like there's any consequence to the decisions that I have made. And that might pay off later. We yeah. always talk about this, how it's, you know, we you want that kind of payoff. You, you want mm-hmm. there to mm-hmm. be, and it's very difficult to do, right? Episode five yeah. of yeah. Life is Strange will be completely different to your playthrough of episode five of Life is Strange. If you've made these three key decisions in episode one, you've made these two in episode two, you've made, you know, mm-hmm. those sacks through. And it's opposite to what I've done. You know, episode mm. five could be 12 different scenarios, 12 different games based upon playing that. And it's a balancing act in how they get to that point, in, in having some things that will absolutely happen. Yeah. Um, and it's maybe just an interaction with a character which is different. But it's still you still have to have that interaction with the character. Yeah. It's just different to me and to you. But it still progresses the game in the same kind of way. Like yeah. they they feel like they remove the agency. Uh, yeah, um, it is a lot of sorry. the times the illusion um, of choice. Um, yeah. I think the one that got it right and did it the best was all the way back in what was it twenty twelve when the first Walking Dead game yeah. came out. That was, like, the biggest that I can remember, like, differences and discrepancies between playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Like, like main characters are just not there anymore, you Yes, know? And, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, it's... it's maybe, maybe we're just not the audience for it at this time. Maybe it's like, okay, mm. that will be somebody's first Life is Strange game. Um, yes, yeah. And maybe they don't have, like, you know, stuff that, well, you say it came out in 2021 or something. But, like, say in the last year I've played stuff like Citizen Sleeper and Norco. Mm. It just popped into my head because I saw it on the, stake, uh, on the Steam page there. Oh, it's 50% off. Go pick that up, everyone. <laughs> Which is, oh, Norco's so good. But anyway, <laughs> but it's like, you know. Jules has a demo kind of nar- because of Ludo Naricon. Yeah. <laughs> go play it, go play it. But, um... But yeah, those kinds of like narrative games. But but that being said, because Coffee Talk is next to Norco on the Steam page, um, <laughs> like I'm, I need to get back to Coffee Talk. I just need to be in that very relaxed state that I like to mm-hmm. be. <laughs> Instead of like I don't know smoking or drinking, I play Coffee Talk when I'm just chilled out <laughs> in a relaxed state. But um, yeah, that's not no so far not too different from the first game, but I mm-hmm. guess it's the difference between Coffee Talk, it's probably going to be like three, four hours of my time, whereas True Colours, I mean, it's five episodes, what, there's going to be two, maybe three hours each? Yeah. That's like 15 hours of your life, you know? Absolutely. It's like, um, if you know there's not going to be any big swings, because it has to follow a very particular plot... Maybe the plot's still interesting, but yes, as you say, maybe taking that agency away takes away a big part of the game, because it's like, a lot of people play visual novels, Mm -hmm. and let's say dating sims, and and stuff like that, because they want different outcomes. Um, So, just thinking of, it's very reductive to say, but like, just moving pictures (laughs) um, for a story that you're not exactly sold on um that definitely takes away the from the experience of playing those life is strange games but um and yeah have you bought into like any of the characters like who they are apart from the main character and 
like Ooh, the particular. I mean, gift? apart from the main character, no. Mm-hmm. Look, uh, well, okay, not to spoil it, but I'm mm-hmm. going to spoil the first episode because the Steam page <laughs> ultimately spoils the first episode. <laughs> um, the, it's the, fine, the Steam anyway, page I don't mind. about the game. Blah 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 blah. When her brother dies in a so-called accident. Yeah. It's like I think I remember that being just that's like the end of the first. I, kn- I knew she episode. had a brother. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the big sort of like thing, and I'm like, when it when it was happening, and we were sort of towards him. I'm like, yeah, I've got a feeling he dies. <laughs> something, like, I've, I've, something in my mind is telling me that he dies in mm. this, and it is because mm-hmm. clearly everything is already telling me that he dies. Yes. Yeah, and I already you just have to play knew. a whole episode to get to that so, point. You know, <laughs> yes, and and as, as yeah. we were kind of saying, like getting to that point through the first episode, there is no difference that that will happen. Yeah, right? doesn't really matter. That's going to happen. So I think it's almost everything that kind of comes afterwards that that not necessarily matters, mm-hmm. but the first episode, like many kind of first episodes, goes here is the cast of characters. You've got five minutes with this one, and then five minutes with them a little bit later. You've got mm-hmm. ten minutes with this one now, and you'll never see them kind of again, apart from maybe in episode three or something like that. So, right. apart from Alex, the main character, and her brother, you do not really delve into the other characters much. There's a couple oh, okay. little storylines that push through, which do kind of go, ah, oh, this guy's a bit of a dick, or, yeah, yeah this guy yeah. seems okay. But you don't delve enough into those other characters in the first episode uh, yeah. to get much of a feel about them. Stuff start, you know, again, things progress in the second episode, so as they will do, by the time we get to the end, absolutely, you'll have a very different take on many of these kinds of characters than you do at the start of it. And you'll have had a lot more time with a lot of them as well. Mm-hmm. I think one of the differences that True Colors gives you is that you are in, uh, well, I suppose that's the first game, is you're in a town. Mm-hmm. But at least in this element, you can kind of, uh, True Colors, you can just move through like the high street and everything is off the oh. high street, right? Okay. Whereas Life is Strange was, you're now kind of uh, on the coast, here's the diner, here's the thing, now you're at mm-hmm. the school and all of it, you know, you're, you're moving between those locations and then a lot of stuff is just at the school and then some stuff is just in the town mm-hmm. and you can't just freely move between those yeah. kinds of locations. Yeah. So it kind of opens it up a little bit more to some agency and kind of exploration. I just don't think the first episode is a good example Right, of maybe yeah. what the game is and is going to allow you to do. Yeah, that's 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 fair. That's that's how I felt about Life is Strange too. Um, okay. Uh, the opening is like really shocking, um, but mm. once you get past that, it just kind of slows to a crawl. And I I get like you know. There's got to be down moments in between the high octane or high anxiety moments and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It, but when everything, there are, I mean, Life is Strange anyway, it's just a very slow paced game, you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe, maybe the second one didn't quite work to that strength because it's basically two brothers on the lam. <laughs> yes. You know, they're yeah. running from the, the police, but. 
Whereas, like, you know, in in certainly True Colors and the first game, it's just like, yeah, we're in, like, a nice little sleepy town, a bit slower paced and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. The, as I said, maybe it's just a different time. Maybe, as you say, if I played Life is Strange now, then maybe it just would never have that effect on me. Um, like the first did. I really enjoyed the first one. It was... Yep. It was, um, it was great. But, yeah... It, Mm, it's a shame, but I think that there's a reason why I didn't get around to it because it's just like, uh, you know, is that formula still gonna work for me? And I'm sure one of the times it, it will, but um, from everything that you've said, I think maybe that was my reticence to like play it because like games that I want to play on Game Pass, um, I play them. Like that reminds me, I should really play Uranga Generation because I'm sleeping. But um. Yeah. That's... Uh, it, it, uh. Interestingly, I've just jumped onto the uh, Life is Strange uh, mm. episode one page on right. Steam. Uh, it's a 2015 game, mm-hmm. and graphically doesn't look that different to True. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> this is not the remastered version. No, no. Either this is just the standard free. Uh, um, because yeah, the first free. episode is free for, mm. for the original Life is Strange and again 2015 we're going back 8 years uh, <sighs> absolutely that, that yeah. hit at a very specific point for yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. 8 years is a big kind of maturation period I yeah. think for people who would have been really grabbed by mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the first game for it to not have progressed with those people yeah. as a series, as a franchise and always maybe, or not always but potentially chasing that group of people like here's the second yeah. game we're not, we've not moved with that age we've, we've kind of, we're somewhere in the middle and then the third game isn't anywhere near the age of those people it's, it's kind of dragged you oh, sort okay. of back, back down yeah. and it's always following, you know, the, the main protagonists I suppose the first game are kind of late teenage girls yeah uh the second game is two brothers isn't it a, a teenager yeah. and a preteen, i think yeah and he's then, like 10 yeah. yeah and then the third game alex is maybe late teens again maybe right. early 20s i don't think it actually tells me at any point mm. well, um, say, it's probably just a new audience of people like let's bring in the next group of teenagers yeah. and make them cry <laughs> 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 Well, yeah. what's been really interesting recently mm-hmm. is that uh, Life is Strange True Colors has not really elicited much from me. Like, okay. I played it through and I've gone, okay, cool, yeah, I, you know, I hit, mm. I've hit the beats, I've seen this. And again, he gets to the end of the first episode, the brother dies, and I'm like, yeah, I kind of, it, it's a little bit telegraphed. You can yeah. kind of see that sort of shit. And yet, and this is maybe it's more I potentially more me, but I've got this big thing in my head at the moment that uh, um, and it's something I've thought about for years that people need to kind of detach themselves from franchises and being those kinds of fanboys and not having nostalgia, but potentially being able to have like sentimentality around right. stuff. So okay. still being able to feel everything that you want mm-hmm. to around about that, but actually realizing that that the franchise can do what it wants, but you <laughs> yeah. are attached to the older things that you yeah. enjoy about that. 
And it hit me when uh, I've just watched Picard season three, mm-hmm. and there's moments in that where I'm like, this this like moment where they're all back on the bridge of the Enterprise, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, that has absolutely hit me. And I'm kind of sat there, and I'm sort of welling slightly, I'm like, <laughs> like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I put on um, Creed two earlier, uh, just while I'm working in the background. I've not seen it before. Oh, okay. And it just gives the the like as as uh, Adonis is chatting to Rocky because he's yeah. in Creed two, yeah. um, it just plays the little like light refrain from the Rocky films, mm-hmm. and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I watch I watched Creed three on the weekend. Yeah, oh nice. Okay. Um, Creed two is probably my least favorite out of them all. Okay, but yeah, it still has its moments. Um. I still think Creed One is my favorite because like Creed, Creed, it's such a good film. Yeah, because yeah. Creed Three doesn't have Rocky in it, mm-hmm. and you lose something when um, you know Sylvester Stallone isn't there warbling. Um, so yeah. it's just, <laughs> it's, 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 but it's it's still it's still a really good film. It's it's very it's, it's basically just an anime, <laughs> just people <laughs> punching each other in slow motion. But um. <laughs> No, it's it's good, um, but yeah, it's like yeah, I was like, I was like, this is, this is getting me, but um, no, no, like Creed, first Creed is just, it's like one of my favorite Rocky films. Like, I think yeah, it's absolutely. better than seventy-five percent of the Rocky <laughs> films. You know, it's like top three for me. Yeah, um, top three or four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got got the original but you got rocky four just like rocky, uh, yeah. in the siberian uh, absolutely absolutely I'm, I'm, I'm well with you on this yeah like the original rocky yes absolutely mm-hmm. top tier fucking mm-hmm. brilliant film like just yeah. a- it, absurd for the kind of film that it is yeah but it is so good mm-hmm. like four they're well into the franchise now they've got all the money yet it's still <laughs> kind of Again, it's sentimentality yes, it's hard. rather oh, than yes. nostalgia. It pulls mm. back to those points that you want it to from the original film. Mm-hmm. And and Creed does a very similar kind of thing. It goes, yes, we're taking the franchise off in this kind of direction now, but mm-hmm. we're pulling it back enough to some of this. And I think that's maybe where Creed 2 falls a little bit short mm-hmm. that they've yeah. kind of gone let's pull it back to Rocky 4 which is, you know, everyone goes Rocky, Rocky 4, so let's go Creed, Rocky 4 <laughs> yeah. and pull it back to that kind of point yeah. but again you don't get enough time with like Drago's son, you don't have the mm. same kind of like no. storyline and stuff no. with it it's very quick in its hits, it's like fight cool shit he gets fucked up and all, and it yeah it moves very very quickly so to hear that maybe creed 3 is is more like an anime like they yeah. just stood there for yeah. ages going Rawr! i mean i mean just powering up yeah. massively just and then just it, beating the shit out of each other it's very cool. focused on like the grit and the glamour of boxing mm. you know it's just like you know as a, i think it has a good story as well but um yeah it's better than creed 2 um okay okay much better than Creed 2. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. You know, I was just like having to pause every now and then. Just like, I best do some push-ups. I feel bad. These <laughs> people, you know. <laughs> just like, okay. It's um, when you look at them and they're just sort of yeah. like, 
Yeah. You know, like, it's like, oh my like, god. <laughs> oh, mate, I look like that. And then you're like, I don't look like that. No, absolutely <laughs> fucking, I've never looked like that. I'm, I'm nowhere fucking near that. Jesus Christ. Those fucking humans are absolutely absurd. It's just nuts. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's got it's got a good montage. <laughs> I mean, that's basically the quality of the Rocky Hill. You don't even have to watch them all. Just skip to two-thirds of the way through. Watch the montage. It's like, is this a good montage? Yeah, okay. Is is, is Michael B. Jordan high-fiving in the sea with someone (laughs) just randomly? Just like, hey, in their really short shorts. Isn't it the first first one where he's sparring underwater? Or is that the second one? I can't remember. Uh, He does spar underwater in the second one. Okay, that's the second one there. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, um... (laughs) Someone's got that YouTube <laughs> video, just Rocky montages, all from one to uh, yeah, all three, the, three. All three. Yeah, <laughs> I would put that on repeat. Just like it's, if I was on death row, just play that. <laughs> it's it, 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 like <laughs> a random thought that's just come to me. Right, mm-hmm. is that with those kind of montages, it's very interesting that you get a different level between different films, right? So you get, like, the original Predator, which has the montage of uh, Schwarzenegger building all the traps towards the end Mm -hmm. and kind of covering himself in mud and all this sort of stuff. And that ends with the, like, one of the most fucking iconic scenes where he's just stood on the fucking log. Yeah. Just, goes, ah, <laughs> just holds the torch in the air. And then Rocky Four, mm-hmm. you get the montage, and he kind of like, he's, he's, he's working out in Siberia and all this sort of mm-hmm. stuff, and he runs up the mountain, and he's like, yay, <laughs> at the top of the fucking mountain. You're like, hmm, yeah. kind of... He's gone bit, from like a bit steps in Pennsylvania maybe. To, <laughs> to mountains in Siberia. It's just so stupid. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> but it's oh. it's similar. Like when you yeah. talk about Life is Strange, it's similar to like the first game where you are hit by these mm-hmm. emotional mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. And in the third game, you're like, yeah, right. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Like the brother's dead. That that shit it would have been better if he'd lived. I'd much rather understood the dynamic between mm-hmm. Alex and her brother moving forward. That would have been a much more interesting story. Uh, without me having played any of them, <laughs> like you know, I played an hour of the second episode yeah. rather than the rest of it. But I can already tell that if her brother was around, that would be more interesting. Um, yeah, it, I mean know, the, the the issue of mm. sequels. I guess. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's like that's why you can never be beholden to any particular franchise or mm. developer, I guess. Or absolutely, because it's just yeah. like you know, there's all, people don't always get it right. I mean, it's called sophomore slump for a reason. You know what I mean? It's just sure. like yeah, yeah. It doesn't negate how your relationship with the first thing in the series, but it's just like yeah, it's just like it's not going to. As you say, fanboys, it's like it's crushed their world if something isn't mm. good the second time around. It's like, who cares? Absolutely. It's the thing that I love yeah. to kind of to, to, to sort of tell to people. The original still exists. Yes. Maybe not for Star Wars. They've been changed. But with lots <laughs> of other things, yeah. Star Wars babies are the fucking biggest babies. But 
uh, <laughs> and I, I I love Star Wars. I'm a huge mm. fucking Star Wars fan. Um, but with with stuff, you still have the original a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You can go back, and even watching uh, Creed Two, like I need to go and watch the first Rocky film. Yeah, like yeah. I, the, the 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 thing that it, that moment where they're talking and it just plays that like I, I I'm yeah. sure it's called like Adrian's theme um, yes. on the on the soundtrack where it plays that refrain and you're like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> uh, I just I have to now go back and watch <laughs> yeah, the first film yeah 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 but yeah I don't think there's anything that I've ever had in my life where it's like the second thing or whatever retroactively destroys my love for the first I don't think that's uh, ever absolutely. happened no. um no, so yeah, it's a strange one. I mean, you can be a bit disappointed, but like people go over the top with it, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it just absolutely. makes no sense to me. It's like, yeah, um, the, the original yeah, exists. Go watch that. It's not like completely. I mean, most things, most video games. Nah, well, most films certainly all films you can go back and watch. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing a lot, a lot of games that have sequels now or whatever, you know. That have been a part of the franchise, but the first is still always, you know, available unless yeah, you know, someone like Rockstar yanks like original versions off Steam or something. But, um, like yeah, like mm. modern franchises, right? Yeah. So yeah, um, I, I very much think of Bethesda for this. Mm. So like Doom Eternal, mm. but you can always go back and play Doom Twenty Sixteen. Yeah, and uh, I should do that. <laughs> Uh, what was You're the, me an idea. the absolutely like Wolfenstein <laughs> with the two girls? I didn't play. Did you play that one? I, I did. Yes, oh, okay. I did. It wasn't, it wasn't you can very good, much anything. just go back and play the New Order. Yes, uh, or the even New just Colossus, going, which just, is yeah. very good. So, like, or the is, uh, the new, the old blood, the New Order, and the old blood. I think was the DLC, old wasn't blood. it? Um, yeah. So yeah, you can just go back and play that. Oh, they need to uh, make the third one. I want to fight Mecha you've Hitler. Got, you've got to imagine that. They've got to be there, right? They've got to be there. So like, BJ turns know. up in the... They're making the, that Indiana the, the Jones game. Kind of game. Which... Get off. Just, just I mean, I'll play first person whip action. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a porn game. <laughs> a VR porn game. It definitely is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll play an Indiana Steam. Jones game, but I, I, I'd prefer Wolfenstein Three. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, yeah. the second one, the story, the gameplay got worse, but the the story was just like it's one of the best in video games. Holy Christ, so good. <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. Um, should we finish there? For this week, uh, got, yeah, uh, is yeah. there anything else to touch on? No, no. I, I just want to quickly say, um, I guess it's not on sale anymore. But there's a game called mm. is it Moons or Moon, Moons of Darcelon? Uh, Darcelon, spelled D A R S A L O N. Um, it's. I just. I played the demo, Ben. What what a novel mm. idea! Because um, there was a demo available. Is it still got? A, it's still got a demo. Um, oh. It is basically. I mean, go and look at the Steam page. It it basically looks like SNES 
era or, or mm-hmm. like Sega Genesis kind of earthworm gyms that yes almost Donkey Kong country-esque um it's almost a uh, earthworm gym crossed with lemmings almost, yeah it? basically oh. yeah <laughs> it's basically because I mean I love lemmings and it's it's very lemming slash Abe's Odyssey um kind of platformer where you're just basically having to recruit these guys and say get to the end please um mm-hmm. <laughs> without dying um yeah so that's basically what it is and it's actually pretty fun I need to I downloaded the, I think I did a few levels downloaded the demo and I don't think it carried my progress over but I need to okay. need to go back to it but it's, yeah it's just very much my kind of niche I guess yeah. <laughs> is it my niche or is it just like this is looks very stupid. Um, like even even the, some of the platforming is just like very janky, and calling like some of your guys is like very inconsistent and a bit janky. Okay. Like pressing on the D pad to be like go over there or stay or follow me or something like that. It seems a bit <laughs> inconsistent, and the platforming can feel a little bit like do mm, I. Shouldn't I have been able to reach that ledge? Why, why did I, like, kind of, you know, have to make a second attempt just to grab onto this ledge or something like that? So it seems mm, a bit, mm. you know, maybe intentionally a bit rough around the edges. Okay. It's just like, this is this is nostalgia in a, in a nice little fondue pot. And I, <laughs> and I enjoy it. Um, it just looks, and it's like a good sense of humour. It's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I, 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 I guess it's uh, we we say about you know sack off nostalgia mm-hmm. for uh, for something like sentimentality instead, mm-hmm. which is great when you're talking about an actual franchise. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at something that is new like this, nostalgia actually works really really well for it <laughs> um, to to kind of pull you in for it to then go yes, but we're also doing all of these kinds of things. And you go cool, mm-hmm. I'm I'm now on board absolutely yeah yeah. Um, yeah, it, it looks very, very cool. It's got some like wacky, wacky physics in it. So yeah, it's, mm. as I say, it just makes everything look funnier, um, just a bit more inconsistent. Like, and to the point where it's like you don't have to save them all. Um, you need certain amounts of them to get past certain certain things. Like, say, like a gate where it's got like a, a weighted pad, and it's like, okay, I need five of you guys and mm. I could see it getting like a bit frustrating if it's like there's one of them just back there not doing as you say or whatever but it's just so charming and colourful and as I say it's got a good sense of humour so far so it's just like eh. you know if I don't get them all who cares I'm just here for the for the crack <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair absolutely fair yeah, yeah. Uh, so. it is that kind of game isn't it mm-hmm. um, and works well on so. the steam deck yeah which is where I've also been playing Case of the Golden Iron. Mm. Using touchscreen. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Games are, um, games are fun now and then. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I haven't um, found many fun games this year, but it's just like weird crap like this that I didn't even know about. And it's like, yeah, this is, this is pretty good. <laughs> that's what you want, though, right? That's exactly yeah. What want. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just rewatching this GIF over and over, and just the way they run it's very, it just amuses me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's like wacky, waving arm yeah. inflatable tube man, or whatever that's called. Yeah, yeah, they do seem a little yes. bit sort of erratic in their kind of uh, in yes. their movement. Exactly that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Amazing. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump to the beers then and finish mm-hmm. off the episode there. Uh, Lucy, we will come back yeah. to the Amundsen. Oh, we've got a little bit left. Just a tiny bit left. Yeah, but yeah, it's just it's one of those that just just lasts. Mm. Yeah. To say, yeah, I mean, it looks thin from here. It looks thin on camera, but no, it's got it's got that body, and it's like, yeah, it's you know, it's lasted for however long we've been recording, mm-hmm. just over an hour and fifteen. So, um. It's really good. Like, just pick up a month and you're gonna be in for a good time, regardless. Of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Always. Just get a blind bag of um, a month and just drink it. <laughs> Don't even look at the can. Just pour, just pour it, and just consume. And it'll be good. But yeah, I can't remember the last time I had one of their beers that was this low in percentage. Can't remember. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it's giving me the same good, warm, fuzzy feelings that all of their other beers do and just a testament to how good they are at stouts um, so yeah uh, the Scream Egg series uh, I can't remember what the other ones were or or how many of them were uh, there were but if they're still kicking about what, mm-hmm. even if it's like something weird like as long as it's not mint <laughs> um, I might just pick it up and just try it because what will it be? Average at best? <laughs> or, or at worst, rather, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Average at worst, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. yeah. Good. good, nice, nice. Did, did, did uh, you get any more flavour from your double um, IPA? I think I, did, I didn't get any more flavour, it just sort of... Uh, or aftertaste, I, I should say. Yeah, it, it, it did kind of extend itself a little bit I suppose because I drunk it more mm. that aftertaste lingered that little bit more because I've had more okay. and more and more of it yeah. I think and it sort of uh, um, you know it, it, it is the flavours that I kind of described it didn't change in any sort of way it just retained a little bit more on the palate uh, so yeah as I've sort of like finished it I've still got a little bit of that flavour kind of Mm -hmm. with me so and that progressed through you know reasonably well kind of through uh, through the beer so uh, not much more to kind of say about it really it's a nice collaboration yeah Um, I think it's one of those where um, you know a lot of Arbor cans a lot of pint cans when they're getting up to that 8% or so they sort of say it's a bit of a sharer they don't with this Mm -hmm. Um, and, and very much like don't share it like not get through that first kind of third of it but experience the thir- first third and then it will start to kind of just kind of meld together a little bit sort of better um the the, the difference between the sort of the first and the mid won't be quite as dramatic it isn't that quite sort of long draw out where you're like oh this has moved in something like it it, it it moves through a little bit even slower than that um, and then it lingers that little bit longer as well. So it, it does sort of stick around a little bit more when you're in that sort of second and third uh, third of the beer. So, uh, yeah, it's nice. It, okay. it, it sits very well as yeah. a sort of a, you know, a final I mean, beer for kind of the evening. So don't see much marble mm. in my neck of the woods. Um, no. See, like, the standard ones where 
gosh, they do a they do an Earl Grey Earl Grey um oh, is it IPA? It's not a lager, is it? I think they do an and um and they do gosh, what is it? Just their standard lager or something like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't see much for them, so no, worth a no, worth a shot, worth a pop. See barely anything mm-hmm. down here actually from from Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, definitely worth it just to experience something that they have had uh, a hand in. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, um, they can't all be winners. They can't all be winners. That's very true. I've got more beers. Mm-hmm. I've got yeah. I picked up a couple <laughs> yeah. of Arabic cans that are in the in the fridge. Yeah. So you'll be all right, folks. You'll be yeah, all right. You'll live. <laughs> I, just, just. Um, <laughs> it depends what I'm playing next, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, to know how much enjoyment I will get from. Well, if you, you've seen my small child and wife yeah. knock through the door to see exactly <laughs> you, what I'm going to be experiencing for the next half an hour or so. You've been summoned. Yeah. It's <laughs> 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 time to go and soothe a very teethy small baby oh, uh, to make sure that no. she is no longer Bless. A, Bless. a teethy small baby and get her back mm. to sleep. Yes. Yeah. That is, that's the next hour of my life um, the next hour of your life can be very different you can rate and review us on your podcast service of choice you can go to outoflives.net and look at all of the other articles or go to our YouTube page and look at our beautiful faces and all of the beers that we have been drinking um, or on your podcast service of choice rate and review us it's always helpful it keeps the conversation going uh, that's a very quick Roundup of all of the places. I'm at Nova underscore 47. Lucy is. Juicy Lucy 9. And we are at Tanked Up Cast on the socials. I think that's it. I My mind so. has gone blank. I can't think of anything um, else. So. Sure. Thanks uh, for read being stuff. here. <laughs> anything. Read anything. Anything's yeah. better than just minus games, isn't it? For games. They're mindless and shit. <laughs> Read yeah, children. <laughs> words. They're for adults because yeah. children don't understand words in reading. Um, yes, Lucy. Any any more thoughts to finish? Um. Uh, go live your lives, people. Be happy. Uh, that's my words of wisdom for today. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Good. Thank you. Uh, Very l- profound. L- it's amazingly <laughs> profound. It's so profound that we've been tagged up. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> www.outoflives.net <laughs>